I'm recording. We already started? Yep. Oh. What up? <laughs> well, welcome in to another episode of the Not Your Normal Podcast brought to you by iFilm Cinema. Cinema for everyone. This podcast is available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, or wherever you get your podcasts. We're also on Anchor now. We also have a Patreon, patreon.com slash notyournormalpodcast. We got three tiers. We got the average tier, which is $5, the spooky tier in honor of the AOC, a.k.a. the Academy of Conspiracy, and the normal tier, which is $7. You know the, the, the motto by now. Don't be an average spooky person. Be normal and donate $7. Come on. So, uh, <laughs> Also, uh, on Anchor, on the podcast platform Anchor, there is a tier system on that as well. Uh, but it's set up through the through the app itself already, so you can do a ninety nine cent so a dollar donation, five dollar or ten dollar donation, and uh, through that you get an episode early because uh, it sets it up that way like by itself it just you just choose it, and um, yeah, so you have two options now on how to donate. You have like Kyler said on Patreon or on Anchor, wherever you want to do. I don't care. Just give us your money. See this look on my face? Yep. You know how these things start, right? <clears throat> how? Have I cued you in yet? No, not really. We'll have your dad edit this out. Okay. <sighs> Hold on. We'll give him a couple seconds. That way he can... Okay. Know. All right. Aaron, what's going on? Oh, nothing. <laughs> <laughs> um, <clears throat> welcome back to another episode, y'all. Um, thanks for choosing not the Not Your Normal Podcast to uh, enlighten your day. Bring you some humor, bring you smiles, and bring you laughter. That's why we're here. I was about to say something. <laughs> what? Let me cut you off right there. <laughs> Let me cut you off right there. No, so, I have a story to tell you before, before we you get even start. To, yeah. Okay, go ahead. So we were, <laughs> uh, I think it was the night me, Ray, and Peyton went to Whataburger. So you, every night? You were, no, not every night. Oh, when I called you? Yes. Okay. So we were talking about basketball and stuff. I forgot to tell you, because we went yesterday and we played. I did a move on Peyton. Two moves that you only see in street ball leagues. Did you do the thing where you like fall on the ground and roll over? No. That's pretty cool. No. That's pretty cool. So uh, my friend Chris, Chris Gittens, um, he plays for the Yankees. He's in town. And uh, so he came in there and he just normally lifts. Well, he, was, he came in and he was watching us play. And I was like, Chris, you got hooping shoes on. He goes, yeah, I ain't shot a basketball in like two years, though. And he has a strap, though, doesn't oh, he? Oh, yeah. Uh, Chris was the first person I ever saw throw it off. You know in high school gyms how they have the main court goals and then you have two two sets of side goals? Threw it off the side goal and yeah. dunked it? The, no, threw it off the side goal and it went in the oh, main goal. I've done that at Bells. Yeah, but Chris was the first person I ever saw do it. Oh, and, uh, okay. And um, so he goes, well, I ain't shot a basketball in like two years. I said, I don't know what you baseball players do in your off time. Y'all can't help but do other things. He goes, I don't know. I haven't shot in a while. Grabs the ball. He's standing out of bounds. Shoots water. Him. Water. Oh, no. Net just. The, the bottom. Up. Yeah. No. The, the bottom. <laughs> yeah. So we're playing, and Chris plays. And uh, I'm on the side. Then Chris's team loses. I get picked up on the next game. We're playing, and me and Ray going back on I'm talking to Ray. He's not shooting because I wouldn't let him. He's in jail whenever I'm on him. Uh, and then all of a sudden, Peyton goes, Peyton guards me. And I went, Peyton, give me. I was like, get Ray back over here. And Chris goes, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 
I do this move on Peyton. One, two, one, two between my legs. Step back. Water. Turn Mike around. Loka. I said, huh? I said, well, Chris, that one was for you. Peyton comes back. He gets the ball in the paint. And, you know, the old post-move technique when you're defending him, put your leg in between. Their legs. Le- yeah, yeah, exactly. Legs, yeah. And I'm just pushing him out of the paint. <laughs> I'm moving him out of the paint. <laughs> While he's dribbling. While he's dribbling. <laughs> he's trying to back you guys. Yeah. He's going the wrong way. He's like, going the wrong way, yeah. This is not working. He turns around and tries a hook shot, hits the bottom of the rim towards me. I catch it. I said, Peyton, that's not going to work here. You're too small, bud. Went down court. Didn't mean to do Ooh, the Peyton's aftermath. Big. Yeah, exa- I know. I'm strong. Peyton's very large. I'm strong. Okay. Mm, uh, did a move. Went one two one two, one like throw dribble with my left to like symbol I'm going to the basket. Peyton turns his body to run alongside me. Oh no! He snatched snatch it back. Him back. He runs towards me. I do the same thing, but to the left. Snatch him back again, and when he turns his body to square up, reach around him, throw the ball behind his back. He turns in a circle. I grab it on the left side. He steps up. I spin off, jump, pump, reverse, left-hand lay. <laughs> Peyton goes – Peyton just – he stands there and he goes – he turns in a circle and he goes – Ray goes, how you let him do that to you? <laughs> he goes, I don't know. He got behind me. I couldn't find him. <laughs> <laughs> I need to be a commentator because I'd commented that great. Like Aaron dancing on Peyton, left to right, spin move. He found a new dance partner. The Texas two-step, the layup, it's good. <laughs> I'd be a good commentator. It was nasty. It was disgusting. I'll have to find the court soon. You do. I was trying to tell Peyton. I was trying to tell him. I said, well, me and Kyler are on the same team. That's a dangerous, dangerous, that's a dangerous pairing. I'm a dangerous pairing. It's like if... You know, I, I have this conversation quite a bit because Peyton sometimes asks, he goes, who would be your ideal team to play against anybody like plays up at the gym that you you think y'all would win, you know, multiple games in a row until, you know, y'all play like eight games? Oh, I have one right now. Who? <laughs> I have, I like, out of people that you play with, obviously. Yeah, you're not going to, like, agree with me because, but mine, honestly mine, like okay. 100%. Okay. It'd be Trey. Trey Bowen? Yeah. Okay. Trey Bowen, even though I broke him. Okay. He's quick. Trey Bowen, he's so fast. He's quick. And he That's plays, the fastest you've ever yeah, seen in my quick. life. He's quick. Trey? He's, it's weird. He's quicker with the ball in his hand <laughs> without than without it. Yeah, ball. it's weird. He gets the ball, and it's like he has, like, turbo. Yeah, it's weird. He hits, he hits his NOS button and goes. <laughs> yeah, it's strange. <laughs> but I'd go, Trey? Uh, ooh. You know what? I'm going to change my team. I would go Trey. Okay. You. I'd probably go Juice. He got a strap. Yeah. Juice? Juice? Okay. I'd probably go Shy. Shy's yeah. so big and yeah. Shy can yeah. shoot. Yeah. And then um I'm leaving I'm not putting me on the team because I'll just be the coach. Okay. Because I, there's people that are better than me. Okay. Maybe like I don't know, do I wanna do I wanna toss some white in there and go like race? Mm. Race is kinda dirty. Yeah. I haven't seen him play in, um but I put a little bro in there we're we're too small. Yeah. Because Trey, little bro. You have speed, though. And uh, juice. I mean, we're not that big. Yeah. But, yeah, probably. That's you, got probably speed, you got speed and shooters on that team, though. <laughs> How about Joe? Okay. Joe's just so yeah, so damn big. Big, big. Man, big, man, big man. Yeah, that's okay. what I'd do. I'd go you, Trey, juice, shy, and Joe. And I'd be the coach. Okay. And I would yell at Joe. Get your big ass in the paint. Quit shooting threes. Yeah. Mine would be to play. So if I'm if, on the if, team, if I'm on the team, I'm I'm probably gonna 
Probably going to replace Joe. Okay. We just won't have any rebounders. It's all good. We don't, need, we don't need them. Uh, me playing, it was. I said me, you, Brad. Oh, I forgot about Brad. Me, you, Brad. Um, me, you, Brad. I put, oh, man, I put uh, uh, my friend Blake Casey. Uh, he's about 6'5". <laughs> I'm changing my team. <laughs> me, me, you, Brad, Blake, and then I put Eli, my friend Eli. Okay. Because Eli, has he's very fundamental. Very fundamental. Underestimatedly can get boards and got a strap. I'm changing my team. Okay. It's people we've played with before. Yeah. Even once. Uh, yeah. I played with them up there. Yeah. Okay. I'm saying. going TJ Ball, Cameron <laughs> Clark. Yeah. I'm yeah. going Shy. Uh, I'm going Brad. Brad's nasty. And then, I mean, they're all black, so and then me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, Trey, you're cut. Aaron, you're cut. Juice, you're cut. Well, if we're doing Shy, that. you're still on the team. Well, if we're doing that, then I'm going, I'm going Cameron Clark, TJ Taylor, oh, Brad, like Hambrick, Taylor. Brad Hambrick. Uh, let's see here. Um, Daniel Beatty um, and me. Remember, I remember, I'm the smallest person on my team. Everyone else is six five and above. Remember when Chase Shannon used to come up there and play? Yeah, I remember that. Um, we got really off topic, and not really. I can't. The reason I would take Trey off the team and put Brad on it. Trey's faster, but I've never seen Brad fall. Okay, yeah. I've watched Trey fall right in front of Brad's me. Brad's fast too, though. Brad's very fast. Brad's fast, and he got a deep, deep strap. You know, what I might put on my team, and you're gonna think I'm an idiot, but I might do it. Who? I'm gonna put Cody on my team. Oh, okay. He plays football yeah. <laughs> on the court. <laughs> yeah. 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 And then my bench, I'd have Anthony on my bench. Who? Anthony Hawthorne. Who? Yeah. Uh, How about Bear? You putting Bear on your bench? Yeah, I'm putting Bear on my bench. Really? He's a eh, hustler. He's he gets rebounds. Yeah, he gets boards. And uh, he has a nice elbow jump shot. Yeah, that little one arm, whatever his shot is that yeah. goes in. All the, Yeah, it's yeah. very consistent. I'll give him that. Um. Yeah, that's really about it. Uh, I'm trying to think of who else I'd I might put Thomas. Yeah, I'd put Thomas on my team. Thomas. Slaughter. Okay. I definitely would. I'd put Hayden on. Oh, my God. We oh, forgot Hayden. Oh, we forgot Hayden. <laughs> no, we forgot Hayden. Hayden's replacing my, one of my starters. <laughs> Hayden's replacing all my starters. Yeah. Five Haydens. No, but the best the best trio that like, – if if you told me of all the people that we know, I had, to put, I had to start a team with three people and then go from there, it'd be me, myself, and I. Ooh. That's my trio. Okay. So you are going to – or well, when – we're recording this on, what is this, the 8th? Yeah. We're recording this on Wednesday, January 8th. I'm going snowboarding. Yeah, this will come out, what, the 14th? Yeah, the 14th. You will be in Aspen. I'm going snowboarding. When people are listening to this, you would have, you're already back from Aspen. Yeah. So you're going on the, what, 10th? What's that, Friday? Yeah. Yes. 10th, 11th, 12th? Mm, 10th, uh, well, basically 10th and 11th, come back 12th. So. Okay. So, and you're going with your mom, Matthew... But Matthew doesn't know yet. Yeah. At this point, he will now. Yeah. John, John. Mm-hmm. Okay. Going Snowboarding. Sh- going shredding. You can't ski. Mm-mm. Matthew can. I can ski. I went skiing a long time ago. Matthew but... can ski. I snowboard. I don't think John, John, and my mom's been. I know I can snowboard though. If I can ski, I can definitely snowboard. I can snowboard. I'm a I think it's. I think it's way easier than skiing. Skiing's, but you said skiing is easier though. Yeah, people say skiing is way easier. I thought skiing was very easy. I was also like five or six or something I see, like that. So. I've only tried skiing like four or five times, and uh, it's it's pretty pretty difficult for me. 
I think it's the having a, I don't know, something on both feet, I guess. I don't know. They tossed you out on the bunny slope and you're falling. All the little kids um, are skiing by I you. I vividly remember the first time I ever tried to ski. Um, I was with my friend. Oh, I don't remember who it was or which person it was. It could have been like two or three of them. But we went down the bunny hill and I was like, oh, this is easy. I got this. It's no problem. And um, then um, we went down like a blue and I just, I guess there was a turn or something like that. And I really didn't pick up like on how to turn properly. So I just went right off the mountain, not right off the mountain, but I like turned and I'm like my, I bladed and I just flipped over sideways and just, I vividly remember my face hitting the snow. And the very first impact felt like I was hitting concrete. But after that, my head went about two feet into the snow. <laughs> um, but snowboarding, I'm way better at snowboarding. I think I'd be pretty good at snowboarding. I, I go off jumps and everything. I, I used to care. skateboard a lot when I was a little kid. See, when I was same, younger. Same. I used to skateboard a lot. So I, it's more. I think snowboarding is very like a much like a ripstick. I've never the, been able to ride a ripstick. The movement, well, the movement of it, like where you're carving. The movement of sort of like it's almost just like skateboarding. Yeah. Same thing, and just your feet are planted Stopped to yeah, the board. Yeah. Um, but that same movement of like sort of how whenever you wanted to pick up sp- speed on a skateboard, you'd like lift your back, like sort of like wheelie almost, like manual. Yeah. And just like carve in and out. Sort of the same movement. See, I've always thought that because of my build, and I'm very, uh, I have like really, really good balance, extremely good balance. Did you know that I can balance on a rope? My grandpa has this thing in his backyard or out in his pasture that he used to do it all the time. But it's a rope that's tied to this piece of metal, and it's a rope, and it just does like this. When I was young, I I think I can still do it. I'll go try it here in a week or two next time I see him if he has it up still. He used to balance on it. like I'm talking a rope that you would rope with. Yeah, yeah. Thin. He would balance on it and rope, and he taught me how to balance and walk forward and backward on it when I was like eight. I remember a couple of years ago. So if I'm real fast, if, if I can do that, I think I could snowboard. I think I could surf. I think I could pick up surfing really fast. I mean, it's hard and yeah. it's hard on your body. Like I it's difficult, think, but I think I could surf. Um, I'm pretty good. At I sport. could shred. I'm, pretty, I'm really good at snowboarding. But uh, yeah, I think uh, we're gonna plan another trip at the end of this year, and not your normal trip. Not your normal trip, Dad. With multiple people. Though the Aspen, the iFilm Cinemas trip, that'd be cool. Or there, or Black Bear in California. The artist? No, Black Bear. <laughs> we go to Black Bear's house. Black Bear Mountain in California. It's another snow like. Ski, I didn't know that even place. existed. Yeah. So you said you're going to Aspen. When you told me that, you know, you know the first thing that popped into my head. Dumb and Dumber. <laughs> That's where they go in yeah. the movie Dumb and Dumber. They go to Aspen. I watched uh, a Jim Carrey thing last night. On Watch Mojo. No. Oh, it was I did a today. Speech he did. At the college? Yeah. Yeah, it's really good. It's very good. Yeah. So you can't fail at something you don't want to do. So you might as well try to do something you love. I like Jim Carrey. Uh, me too. Jim Carrey is another Robin Williams-like character that has a, has openly admitted multiple times and been admitted to like rehab. Not like He's been admitted to, to rehab, but not for like drugs or anything like that, yeah. but for depression. Yeah. Kind of like Robin most, Williams. Most or, comedians, though. Yeah. Um, real fast before we hit our next topic, I just want to talk about your trip and where you're going and we'll talk about it on the Friday episode, how it went. Um, 
my mother, I went to the bank today, and she goes, my mom has a Snapchat. And okay. she added me. She's probably listening to this because she's like, I'll start listening to him. I doubt it. But anyway, um, she's has me on Snapchat. She doesn't really know how she doesn't really know how it works. So she saw my story. Same with my mom and Instagram. She didn't know how it works. She just scrolls. Yeah. Well, my mom goes, "Did you send me a snap?" It's like, no. Nah, mom, I didn't. This was like an hour and a half ago. She just said this. She oh, goes, okay. In the bank, by the way, where she works, and she's like, "Did you send me a snap?" I was like. No, I didn't. Well, it had something to do with cats. And okay. I said, what? And she goes, it was your podcast you sent me. I said, no, 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 that was my story. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And she goes, why is it named that, Kyler? <laughs> and, I, and I said, first off, Mom, the F word is edited out. And she's like, okay. And I said, what do you think we talked about? And she goes, I'm not really sure. <clears throat> and I said, well, there was a documentary. I said, there's a documentary on Netflix that Aaron told me about on the podcast that I'd never seen that's called Don't F With Cats. And I said, I told her, I saw, uh, like a week ago, I was going through Netflix talking to Brittany, and I made jokes about it. I was like, oh, you know, don't don't mess with cats. Yeah. And I talked about her cat, Oreo. I was like, don't mess with Oreo. Because yeah. I thought it was like, a, I told her, I thought it was maybe like a, a, like a short movie about cats. Yeah. Like a friendly, cute video of cats. And then I told her what it was about. And she was like, oh, my God. And I was like, yeah. It's that's, very interesting. One. But, but I said, we talked about that for like 20 minutes of the podcast, like a bulk of it. And I said, that's why it's named that. Yep. So I'd explain to my mother why our episode was called Don't F With Cats. Yeah. Sorry, Mom. Um, <laughs> it's, it happens. Oh, well. I don't, I don't title them. You do. <laughs> I do. Yeah, I do. Um, I title them and I put the, the, the description. Speaking of description... I wanted to, because you brought this up the other day. Whoever listens to the podcast, I don't know who you are, but whoever, um, Wonderbread, Wonderbread one two one one two one two is, uh, <laughs> we appreciate the review of our podcast. Thanks, Doc. <laughs> That's pretty sick. Five stars. Yeah, five something's stars. Wrong, something's wrong with you if you're giving us five also, stars. Uh, oh, okay. They left us another one yesterday. Who did? Wonderbread121212. It's a troller. No, it's on. It, this one's Academy on Academy of Conspiracy. Conspiracy. Should I read it? Yeah, go okay. ahead. Okay. Uh, uh, really like and look forward to listening to this podcast every Wednesday. Aaron and Kyler are, first of all, hilarious from Not Your Normal Podcast. And second of all, they're very insightful and knowledgeable of the episodes on conspiracies, on conspiracies they decide to talk about. Good job. Hope you both make more podcasts in the future. This is you. That's not me. You made a fake account called Wonder Bread. I can't. It's from an. It has to be from an iTunes account. You're like I, I can make, only have one iTunes account. You made a new one with a new email. I like, did a, not. What's a name that no one would think it's me? You're like, well, I'm mixed, so I can't do anything like that has like the N word <laughs> in it. Cause I know it's me. Wonder Bread. Got no, it. It was not me. No. Well, thank you for the the um, reviews. We appreciate it. Uh, Spread our podcast around, and if it was me, we'll it wouldn't let me. Content. It wouldn't let me like the post. So, really, yeah. Huh. So, whoever that is, thank you. Thank you. Means a lot that people actually like this. Yeah. <laughs> um. So I was listening to, uh, listening to sports radio the other day, and um, I'm I'm. This is going to start about sports, but then I'm not going to talk about sports. So. I actually talked to Tyler Burns the other day, and he was saying that 
like my sports, when I talk about sports, it's interesting enough that it keeps him engaged that doesn't really like sports. But I understand what he's saying for people that don't want to, you know, hear that. But I'm listening to a sports radio uh, show, and they're talking about Andy Reid, who was the coach of the Eagles for the longest time and now is the coach of the Kansas City Chiefs. And they were talking about Bill Belichick. Yes. Who was giant Stevens, a coordinator, then a coach for the Cleveland Browns got fired, and then been New England's coach for 20-something years, and they've been a dynasty that probably ended this year. So what, what they're talking about is your coaching tree. So what that is is just like your fan – what? You're going to hate me. What? Antonio Brown. What about him? See his Twitter beef? Uh-uh. <laughs> so. He's an idiot. I don't like Antonio Brown. Me neither. Uh, I, thought I used was, to. I thought this was funny. So on the podcast Impulsive. With Logan Paul. Well, Logan I Paul. Hate you. God, Logan, I hate you. Logan Paul says, <laughs> he goes, you know what? I'd like to get in the cage or the boxing ring with, with Antonio Brown. No, you wouldn't. Then, <laughs> I guess someone tagged Antonio Brown with that. Like, of the clip where he said, yo, I'd F Antonio Brown up. No, you wouldn't. No, he wouldn't. No, he wouldn't. Absolutely not. Um, but <laughs> What if he did? What if he slept AB? Anyway, continue, um, and then I'll go back to the NFL coaching but tree. Antonio Brown tagged Logan Paul on Twitter and said, uh, ah, damn it, what'd he say? I think he said, uh, I'm pretty sure Logan put it on his Instagram. I think he said something... Uh, Around the, he goes, he goes square up at Logan Paul. Oh, Logan's no. response was, "I drop you faster than the Patriots did." <laughs> uh, that's pretty funny, actually. <laughs> nice rebuttal, Logan. That's funny. I'll, I'll give, I'll give props first too. That's pretty funny. So as you talk about the Patriots, reminded me, that, reminded I'll me, I'll drop that. you faster than the Patriots did. Um, so what I was getting at here was they're talking about NFL coaching trees. And they're talking about how, just like your family tree, like the descendants of you, so people who have coached under you that then go on to be head coaches somewhere else, if they're successful or not. So Bill Belichick's coaching tree has not been successful. Like, besides him, like Josh McDaniels was the Denver coach, wasn't very good. Now he's back in New England. Brian Flores is the Miami Dolphins coach right now. They were expected to be one of the worst teams in NFL history, but they won five games, so we'll see where that goes. But... Every other coach of his that has left and went and coached somewhere else as a head coaching job has not been very good. And then Joe Judge, their wide receiver and special teams coach, now became the uh, New York Giants coach. They don't expect him to do a very good job. Okay. And then he's had a ex-player, Mike, Mike Vrabel, coach the Tennessee Titans that actually just beat the Patriots. But that's not in your coaching tree. It's an ex-player. It's yeah. not anyone that you coached with. But then Andy Reid, on the other hand, has John on, on his coaching tree is John Harbaugh, Won a Super Bowl. They went 14-2 this year. Um, Doug Peterson, Eagles coach. Well, they won the division. They won the division two of the last three years and won a Super Bowl. Yep. Not too bad there. And then uh, I can't remember the other guy. There's a third guy that's very successful under Andy Reid. And so they're talking about this on the radio, and then I can't remember what the, the guy's name that says it, but he says, I think there's a correlation between being a genius and being smart. Okay. Bill Belichick's a genius. Would you – you oh, know, in, in, in football terms, yeah, genius. Yeah, yeah. Andy Reid's just really smart. Okay. If you go and hang out with Elon Musk for six months, mm-hmm. are you going to be insanely smarter when you come back, or are you probably just going to be kind of confused? Like, 
Like, oh. You'll pick up some things, but Elon's not going to – he's such a genius. He doesn't care about you. Yeah. He's worried about – he's not going to take the time out of his day to teach you stuff. Yeah. Because he's not trying to teach you. He's trying to create the next innovation. But then if you go work for a really smart CEO that under like, – like Andy Reid. You, like, you get what I'm getting at here? Yeah. It's better to be smart than to be a genius because if you're a genius, you're probably a little weird. You're a little different, socially awkward, but you're insane at what you do, but you're not interested in investing in other people and making yeah. other people work with you and work on the, when, when they leave you work. But if you're really smart, you want the people underneath you that work with you, you want to teach them stuff every single day, and you take time out of your day to teach them crafts. So, like, if you went and hung out with uh, – uh, with what the hell is that guy's name? Uh, Casey Neistat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you went and hung out with him for six months, you go hang out with Elon Musk, you go hang out with Casey Neistat, not pretty, not very difficult to figure out which one's probably of a, a, a higher IQ. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Which one would you get the most knowledge from? Oh, probably. Casey, for sure. Exactly. Casey, for because sure. Because he's smart, and he's willing to teach you things yeah. so that you can take what you, he's learned, he's taught you, and then apply it in your job or possibly work for him. Yeah. Whereas Elon Musk is not interested in teaching you anything because he doesn't need you. Yeah. So they were just kind of saying, like, from an, from an NFL and from an NBA and from a Major League Baseball standpoint, if you're a younger coach, offensive coordinator, position coach or whatever, don't go – don't or, or if you're in the – they also applied it to the business world, which is where I was getting at here, the economics and the business of it, is if you're going – applying for jobs and you actually get to meet the, the owner of the company, the president, the CEO or whatever. If the dude's a genius or the, the, the woman's a genius, don't work for them because they're not going to be invested in you. They're invested. They're so in their own head, not arrogant, but you're just so smart that you're not worried about anybody else. Yeah. But work for the smart, the smart business, the smart CEO that understands and values the people underneath them yeah. and wants to develop those people and like Andy Reid can usually do is either keep you there with him as long as he can and then when you leave you have success on your own whereas Bill Belichick Josh McDaniels you're kind of stuck to him his offensive coordinator yeah. because every, everywhere else you've been has been unsuccessful because you can't do it without him makes sense so now you're stuck to him and when he calls it quits well you probably have to call it quits or look bad. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I, yeah, I get it. Yeah. If, if you worked for a smart CEO, a genius, I'm sorry, a genius CEO that didn't teach you anything, and then you go off and you, you start your own company and you fail, and then you come back, well, when that, when the, when that dude retires or that lady retires, I mean, are you, are you prepared to run the company? Or are you prepared to step up? No, you're probably going to yeah. have to call it quits too, and they're going to sell the company. Yeah. But if you have the smart not a genius, the smart, personable boss that teaches you, preparing you for, hey, this is my last year at the company, you're next in line, and then you step right into that position and you don't skip a beat. Yeah. So they were applying it to coaches in football, but I more took it into life as a, you want to work for a smart person, you don't want to work for a genius, or you want to be partnered with a smart person that will teach you stuff, not a genius that knows that they're smarter than you and has yeah. no use for you. Just you, you're a pawn, basically. If that makes any sense. Odd topic to talk about. I know. I just heard it and I thought it was very interesting. That that's how I. No, that makes sense. Well, that, that's what I got out of it, though. I didn't get the the coaching NFL aspect of it. I got the the psychology 
part of it, which I thought was kind of cool. Um, you want to talk about Ricky Gervasis or Gervasis again? Yeah. Okay. So I'm down. Um, it's all you. Uh, like on our last episode, um, we talked about the Golden Globes and how Ricky Gervais had a speech at the Golden Globes. What did I call him? I say Ricky Gervasis. Yeah, probably Ricky Gervais. Ricky okay. Gervais, basically, where he said at the end of his speech, um, talking to the actors, saying like, you know, at the end of the night, whenever you get your award or whatever, come up here, make your speech or whatever, and then go back and sit down. Don't come up here and make it a political standpoint or or say things stuff, say things other than your your category, which. Most people agreed with, but then I sat back and I thought about it some more, um, and I sort of disagree with it. Like I'm fifty fifty with it. Why? Because I agree with him. Because there are some people that that get up there and say stuff that they have no business talking about. A lot of them do. Yeah, but at the same time, you have people like Leonardo DiCaprio, who will get up there and talk about climate change and stuff like that. Well, for you to tell him that is outrageous it's outlandish because he he lives that world like he does stuff he does that stuff okay. for same thing with uh lebron when people tell That's, him he's a basketball player to shut up and dribble um same thing it's the same concept mm-hmm. so there's certain people that are in other fields like you know sports or actors or musicians or something stuff like that that don't really you know uh, what, what, how much are to say? They'll, they might bring up something, uh, for example, like climate change. But after they make that speech, they're not going to go do anything to change it. But then on the other hand, you have people like, like I, like I said, Le- uh, Leonardo that goes out and he actually does things and he's actually trying to change and he knows what he's talking about. So, so first off, let me let me cut you off right there. Whoa, um, are we gonna? Am I going to get in trouble for playing a video over this from Sky News? It's about uh, what you're talking about. I don't know. I mean, you just do it and we'll see what happens. Yeah, sure. Why not? Okay. Um, well, I, I don't know. I just I wouldn't play it. I just say okay, what they said. Okay. I agree with what you're saying to a point. Um, there's a select few people, and some of them you wouldn't expect. He's never going to win a Golden Globe. He might have, actually. I don't think so. Who? Ashton Kutcher. Okay. Never going to win a Golden Globe. Probably never going to win an, an, uh, an Emmy. Or an Emmy. An Oscar. An yeah. Emmy. That'd be great. <laughs> Ashton Kutcher making music. <laughs> but no, he's never going to win an Oscar. But if he did, just because of what I know about what he's into, like what he's, like, how am I trying to say this? Like Leo is into climate change and, yeah. and invested in it and does work in that yeah, field. Yeah, exactly. Okay. A lot of people don't know this. Ashton Kutcher has a foundation called Thorn. Yeah, he does. That fights human trafficking. Yep. And he works. He's worked with the FBI. He's worked with the local police departments as well as federal offices, catching human trafficking rings and stopping them before they get yeah. before they get big and large and stuff. So, if Ashton Kutcher walked up on the stage, got his Golden Globe, got his Oscar, talked, and then also said. I am the whatever he is, president, whatever he is, of the company Thorn, and this is what we do. Yeah. I have no problem with that. I have no problem with that. I do have a problem with, what's her name? We talked about in the last episode. I don't like her. She's annoying. Actress. Meryl? Meryl Streep. I do have a problem with Meryl Streep walking up there and blabbering about the Democratic Party for 35 minutes. That's what I'm saying. Like, if you you are 
if you have your foot in like you know if you dipped your foot in that that world that you're about to give a speech for then go for it you're you can talk if, about it if greta thunberg was decided to be an actress and won a golden globe I have no problem with her and Leonardo DiCaprio standing next to her and talking about climate, climate change. change. Because I do they, have a problem because they because they live that that life. They they're very involved in it. They're they care about that. So they're and they're vocal about it. Yeah. But people that will just go up there and you know their publicist or bash their the manager, president or, or their manager or their you know whoever is like yo you should give a speech on the democratic the democratic party or the republican you, party yeah, or exactly. whatever. No, because you don't. You're just told to say that. That, and I think uh, whenever going back and listening to Ricky, Ricky's speech, I was just like, uh, I halfway agree with that. Because I, there are some people that like the Leos and the Gretas and Ashton and LeBron and although there are certain people that, but those are far and few between. Exactly. Everybody people. else shut the hell up. Yeah. Okay. So I, I agree with him. Yeah. I 100% agree with him. Take your award. Even, even. I mean, I half agree. I see what you're saying. Even the Leonardo DiCaprio and Ashton Kutcher, what you're doing is amazing. Yeah, we're not here for that. I think we're not here for a political stand. We're here to celebrate your achievements as an entertainer, an actor, yeah. for what you do on the big screen. Get your award. Thank you. Thank the Academy. Thank everybody else. Then, when you're on the red carpet leaving, that's when you talk about it. Or have a press conference the next day yeah. talking about your Golden Globe you just won, as well as climate change, foreign, yeah. those things. That's I get what he's saying. I think he's I right. Think, There's I, a time and a place I think it's for fine everything. To, I think it's fine to do it on stage because you think about it, those people, that the actors and actresses that are in there, it's important. They're, they're, they're managers and stuff. The people they get their news from, they're not in there sitting with them. They're outside in a, in, the, in a green room, yeah, waiting for the awards ceremony to get done. So, who's another big star that, like Jay Z and Beyonce? I was gonna say Brad Pitt or Denzel. Like Jay Z and Beyonce, probably two of the most famous people on the planet, globally known everywhere. Maybe Beyonce more than Jay Z, obviously. Yeah. But do you really think she's sitting at home checking the news all the time? No, she's at home. Whenever she's at home, she's with her kids. She doesn't have time to do, you know, sit down and look up all this stuff. So to her, this is, it's maybe news. Like if Leo goes out on the red carpet afterwards and makes this statement, she won't hear about it. But when you force somebody in a, in a, in a room. Yeah. When you force them to hear it. I think that's a good thing. Yeah. I I don't know. I think that's a good thing because any any, like big name, I want to say A-list celebrities, they're not going to hear about it because. To their managers and publicists and people that run their social media accounts and give them the information and news they need, they don't need to know it. To them, they're just focused on making themselves money by making their client money. So they don't need to know well, it. Well, you're also on, on set 16 hours a day exactly. when you're filming. So you have no time during that time period to even exactly. be invested but in anything else. At an award show where you're there for three hours maybe, maybe even less than that, two hours. And one of the biggest stars on the planet goes up there, gives his acceptance speech, says his thank yous, and only dedicates the last minute of his speech to, you know, this is what's going on in the world. You know, we're all celebrities in here. We can all afford to, you know, give $100,000 to Australia because they're wildfires they have. I think that's a good thing. 
Yeah, I, I see what you're saying. By forcing them to listen to it and forcing the subject on them, because without forcing it on them, they won't know about it. Because they don't run. There's very few celebrities that run their own, run their own lives, especially when you make it to the success level of like a Brad Pitt or a Jay Z or a Beyonce, who are like Jay Z and Beyonce are billionaires, or like, Kanye, or Kanye. Yeah, they don't. How? So I, <laughs> they don't. They don't look at that stuff because they're. 23 out of their 24 hours a day are dedicated to like other things. Other things like Beyonce and Jay-Z's making music, their kids. Concerts. Concerts. Appearances. Um, appearance, yeah, all that stuff. So, I don't know. I think it's... I, 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 think I it's get okay. what you're saying. I think it's okay coming from the right person. I don't mind Ricky the, the, oh, no, doing, I don't mind it saying, yeah. hey, Meryl, shut the hell up this year. Like, yeah. be quiet. We don't care. Yeah, I don't about mind that at all, no. your political affiliation. That's where I have a problem. Is well, if you endorse my candidate, shut up. We know you're getting paid to say that. Shut up. No, Kanye that's got what I don't stage like. And he was like, "Yo, vote for me, 2020." That's different. You're endorsing I'd like, yourself. I'd be like, "Cool." <laughs> Am I getting Yeezys? All right, cool. You got it. What if What if Kanye became the president and everyone got a free pair of Yeezys? That'd be sick. I mean, be stupid because then they wouldn't be worth anything anymore. I think if every person in the country got Yeezy, they'd be the most like cheap thing in well, the world. They were they'd like be... the, the, what if they were like a special presidential Yeezy, oh. and then he doesn't get reelected. So, he, gets they, in, he gets he gets impeached gets, or assassinated. Then those shoes go up in value. But there's built there's millions. There's like three hundred million pair. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, <laughs> they have no value. But then you have the presidential Kanye album that will probably he says is going to come out in his first term. Well, the first year of his presidency will come so out dumb. until like four years afterwards. I'd listen to it. I'd be dumb. You have other things <laughs> to do. He records the whole thing in, in the Oval Office, turns the Oval, the Oval Office into a studio. He says, yo, the president of the USA, hey. <laughs> That'd be awesome. Well, I think it's about time. Well, let me cut you off right Whoa, there. You're about to hate me. Okay. Well, I had I- a whole Powerade before I came in here, and then half of this. You gotta pee? Yeah. Okay. You read sponsors. I'm gonna go urine. All right. Sorry, I hate myself. You pee a lot. You have the bladder of a 12 year old girl. So, like Kyler said, it's sponsor time. We got a new one. Got a new sponsor in here. So, this sponsor comes from Fruit of the Bean Coffee. Obviously, it's a coffee company. Uh, they have two big points that uh, they would like me to get across to you, all listeners. Um,. Is that they, uh, they, first of all, they roast their coffee only after you order it and then it's sh- shipped directly to you. There is no middleman. And the second point is that they take 10% net profit to help support orphans and those affected by human trafficking, which me and Kyler think is amazing. So not only do they have great coffee like the Kenyan, which is by far the best one. Well, in my opinion, it's the most delicious one. And they take only 10% net profit and donate it to orphans and people affected by human trafficking, which we all know is absolutely terrible. So if you're interested in Fruit of the Bean Coffee, you can go to fruitofthebeancoffee.com. Use the code NYNP. It's basically an acronym for Not Your Normal Podcast. Use the code NYNP at checkout to get 25% discount off of your first purchase. And uh, I think that's all. That's all I got for Fruit of the Bean Coffee. I've had it myself. It is absolutely delicious. And uh, once again, the code is NYNP. You get 25% off your first purchase off of fruitofthebeancoffee.com. 
And I think that's uh, I'm, I'm looking at my laptop right now. Yeah, that's it. That is the sponsorship read for today. I thought Kyler would be back by now, but he is not. You'd think he had a cup of coffee. By the way, he has to urinate all the time, but that's all right. I'm not. I'm sitting across from Kyler's spot, and he has a list of our topics that we normally read off, but I can't see it from here. And I, but I see a lot of them are crossed off. Kyler, hurry up! Jesus. Good Lord, you were in there for a long time. It's like I'm a cactus. I let them know to go to Fruit of the Bean Coffee. Use the code NYNP to get 25% off their first purchase. Yeah, check out Fruit of the Bean. And Anchor. You talk about Anchor? Uh, No, not yet. You talk about Anchor? Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, we'll get to them later. It's all right. <laughs> anyway, I'm back. Better than ever. I changed hats because I looked in the bathroom. How are you going to let me sit here like this? When we start recording these, I'm not wearing backwards hats anymore. I'll just slick my hair. I'll just gel my hair because my hat, like, you know, like where the, the snap is? Yeah. My hair goes underneath it sometimes and I look stupid and then my hat moves off to the side and I just look goofy. I look like I'm not all there. Um, Wait, you said anchor? Yeah. I have it, I have it pulled up right here, actually. Should I go on and do it? No. I'm going to do it. Okay, we're going to do it. I'm going to go. I'm gonna, I'm you don't, go. don't want to do it at the end? No, nah, I'll do it right now. <clears throat> Excuse me. So, let's see here. So, for those who don't know, this is a, I was wrong about our, our advertisement reading, sorry. Um, if you haven't heard, Acre is the easiest way to make a podcast. Uh, I'm going to tell you about it. First of all, it's an app and it's free. Uh, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer, whatever you got. And Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple, and many more. Uh, you can also make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. Uh, it's basically everything you need to make a podcast right in one place. So really all you got to do is download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. So it's pretty sweet. It's a free app and you can make money off of it. You don't have to have a minimum listenership if you want to start your own podcast. So again, that's Anchor, the app, or go to anchor.fm. That's it. Check out Anchor. They have a website, right? Just anchor.com? Uh, anchor.fm. Okay. Yeah. Because it's like a radio station or whatever. Yeah. Podcasting. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Um, <clears throat> so, I'm trying to figure out... I'm trying to figure out how I, I, w- I want to do these last three topics. Like, the order of them. Yeah. Well, we came into this like... like I was being super, like, silly. <laughs> Goofy, uh huh. Like laughing, we were laughing before we even started recording. Like, and I told you before we recorded, we need to record before because that's yeah. funnier than the actual podcast. Significantly, funnier. yeah, pretty much. And my dad is a legend. Yeah, he's a comedic genius. He needs to be a stand-up comedian. He just makes fun of me the whole time. He hands me my shirt that he got me for Christmas. I got it in an extra small. Yeah. You're an extra small fellow. And then you're like, get it in an infant too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. We're real funny. But we started off like kind of like in a jokey, laughy mood. But then we got on the Ricky Gervais thing. And then before that, the psychology of like working for a smart person or a genius. And these last three topics, none of them are funny at all. Like they're completely serious. So. Yeah. Listeners, be prepared for a dismal ending. No, I'm just kidding. Um, so our Academy of Conspiracy podcast that comes out every Wednesday, 
I was not under the impression this is what we were going to be doing until yeah, we recorded I, the I, moon landing one. I thought about it. So okay, explain it. So um, I think I actually talked to my dad about it. Um, Did he like the idea? Yeah. Okay. I, yeah. I, I liked it too when you said it. So um, me and Kyler both listening to another podcast called Other People's Lives, which um, basically, if you can guess, it's they interview people that have done other things. Um, and they don't do a – it's a weekly podcast, but they do it in seasons. So I thought that would be better for me and Kyler, especially since we're not interviewing anyone. We um, yeah. basically – yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll talk to people that's seen aliens and stuff. Oh, that'd be sick. Oh, I need to get. Uh, he would. They wouldn't do it. Oh, my JFK story. Ooh. Ah, if I could get them on here, that'd be sick. But they wouldn't say anything uh, about it. They wouldn't do it anyway. Um, so me and Kyler are gonna do the Academy of Conspiracy. Uh, we're gonna do seasons. So, um. The episode that came out last Wednesday and the episode that comes out tomorrow, because you're listening to this on Tuesday. Uh, so, like, the episode that comes out tomorrow, uh, which is the Paul Ma- is Paul McCartney actually mm-hmm. dead conspiracy theory podcast. He's not. Uh, will be the last episode of the AOC season. We'll be back on February thirteenth. February thirteenth, fourteenth. Sorry. On Valentine's Day, actually. Valentine's Day is on a Friday. Yeah. The 12th. The 12th, sorry. We'll be back on February 12th. Uh, we're going to do it in season. We're going to do six episodes a season, so six weeks of nonstop conspiracies. It gives me and Kyler a little bit of time to record in between um, seasons and get our get our facts and our stories that we gather for the episodes uh, all in order. It also gives us a chance to, to record them in 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 ahead of time because unlike this podcast where we talk about things that are going on currently, um, all of this stuff is conspiracies of old, old past stuff. That's stuff that's happened. So there's no really need to put a date on it. We can talk about it whenever and wherever. Um, so yeah, give it a listen tomorrow. This will be the season finale of the ALC and it'll be back on February 12th. Paul McCartney. I'm actually pretty excited for that one. Yeah, it's going to be a good one. Um, real fast, I'm, uh, I'm snapping Brittany right now, and, um, when I do stuff for her, like, surprises or stuff, she actually says the other day that yeah. I always ruin it, because I'm always, I'm always too excited, like, I, I do this with everything, with, like, Christmas presents. Too antsy to, yeah, like, them to see it. Yeah, like, I, I want to either tell you, like, yeah. I bought her a ring that was supposed to be for Christmas. Oh, snap. Hey, your <laughs> thing, your, uh, I got a hold of UPS. They find it. So I, is it? Okay, so you know how now everything when you call places, it's an automated, automated thing. Yeah, automated. So I kept saying representative. I called him. I was on the phone with him this morning for forty five minutes, really? saying representative. <laughs> we can. We understand you want to talk to a representative. Give me a fucking representative. <laughs> <laughs> and then they finally put me on with somebody, and I gave him the tracking number, and said basically, it was the same thing that happened with um, these stickers. Mm-hmm. Is that. They were delivered to the wrong UPS location. Then they had to be shipped back to where they came from. And then reshipped. And then rerouted, yeah. That's basically what happened. Um, so, your thing will be here. What's the 14th? Next Tuesday or Wednesday? Next Tuesday, yeah. When this episode's out. Yeah, so <laughs> it'll be out on a Tuesday. What is I it? I think two things. No, I have three things coming in the mail. One's for me, one's for me and you, and one's for you. What is it? 
I can tell you what the one thing that is for me and you are. Okay. Uh, you remember your I Promise bracelet? Yeah. I got some not your normal podcast. Really? Yeah. I wear bra- <laughs> oh, okay. I wear two bracelets at work all the time. I wear the I am second and I wear a breast cancer awareness because my grandma had yeah. breast cancer. Now I got to support the not your normal. Yeah. That's I got, awesome. Yeah, I, got I like a, those. I think yours is navy blue. Okay. A navy blue with, I want to say white lettering. And then I just got a pink one. So I want the pink one. Um, uh, yeah, I got that. And then your other And then what, what's the other thing? I'm not telling you okay. that one. See, I have that problem. I'm too excited. And I want to tell you or show you. Don't get you. me wrong. I want to tell you because you tell me. I'm not going to. <laughs> okay. Uh, but it's sick. But you'll, you'll use it. Hopefully it's a effing mic stand. That'd be great. You'll use it while we record. This is bullshit. You'll what episode is this? Like 30 something? 30. Eight. And I still don't have a mic stand. Like I still hold this thing up to my face for yeah. an hour. Yeah, that's it's all ridiculous. good. Ridiculous. You're over here all you wanna, comfortable. You want to change it? <laughs> yeah, kind of. Not in the middle of this. Yeah, we'll do that. No, don't do this. Yep. Yeah, we are. Don't do this. I'll let you taste the good life, sir. I probably won't like it. I'll probably give it right back. I'm so used to holding. Yeah, I already don't. All these wires are in the way. Okay. Let you taste the good life. I don't I, like this. You don't like it? No, because now I got to duck down. Change it, uh, tilt it to where it's up. Yeah, and then pull it, pull it closer. There you go. All right. This is nice. Yeah, you like it? That sucks, doesn't it? I don't do mind that it. for an hour. I don't mind it. Do it for an hour. Okay. Your hand starts shaking like you've got Parkinson's like Michael <laughs> okay. J. Fox over there. Nah. Um, I don't mind. I don't remember what I was talking about. Me neither. Um, We talked about how the ALC season finale is tomorrow. Um. Oh. Okay. Got it. Thank you. That didn't help me at all. I just remembered because I'm a genius. So, um, when it comes to like gifts, like I got her a ring. So you're you already mouthed about this a while back. Our anniversary is on Christmas. Yeah, I'm so romantic. Yeah. So how original? I got her a Christmas present or Christmas presents. Yeah. Then I also got her an anniversary. Okay. I'm an idiot, and I gave her the anniversary present the day that i walked in the door with it with which is like june or june which was like december like 15th or 16th yeah so then i ended up going and buying her something else for her to open actually on her anniversary okay i was so excited i can't not give it to her you know or tell her yeah so the, a while back i told her i had a surprise and she's like please don't tell me you ruin every surprise because you tell me too early <laughs> so i can say this now because she's at home or on her way home right now yeah she really likes succulent plants what is and that? Like the little cat, like they're like cactuses, but they're like the yeah. Okay, okay, okay. okay. I mean, they're also cactuses. It's a form of succulent. Um, but her, uh, I got her a bunch of stuff. Like she has like a huge briefcase. Yeah. That has soil in it. It's like an old, nice looking, like an old, worn brief, like nice, but like nice briefcase, but it's got plants in it. Yeah. Well, over the last couple months, they've died. Okay. And she gets all, you know, depressed, and I kill all my plants and all that stuff. So I told her last night. Poison ivy. Yeah. Maybe. Uh. Well, I told her last night that um, after we recorded, I left, and I went to Walmart to get us groceries. And it popped in my head sitting. I'm pretty sure I told you I have an idea. Like, after we left, I was like, I have an idea, and I'm going to do it. I went to Walmart, bought some potting soil mix. Okay. Like Miracle Grow, mm-hmm. bought a bunch of succulent plants. I went to Walmart last night too. Really? Mm-hmm. After me? I went, you went after to the gym. gym yeah. yeah. 
But got a funny story about that. I went down to uh, the local Walmart's, um, bought her some succulent plants, bought her an aloe vera like plant. Yeah. Bought her a cactus. So today, it's helping my stepdad put up trim for the house yeah. that we live in. I can tell you're liking that mic, Sam. You can you can talk with your hands. Yeah, more. I use my hands a lot more. <laughs> um, but anyway, so while he was working on that, and I had helped him for a while. Yeah. I repotted everything. Like okay. Took, like dumped. Like she has a. She had a bunch. Okay. Oh, there's one hanging I forgot to do. No oh, damn. Damn. Anyway, I repotted a bunch of them. Yeah. Took the ones that I thought were still going to be able to survive. Okay. And repotted those as well. So now on our our front porch, all of her plants. Oh, nice. They're young. They're all little babies. So nice. Yeah. I'm such a sweetheart, and I told her I'm not going to tell you. So what I was saying was she's snapping me, and whoops, I opened my internet app, um, and she says. uh uh, I said, see if you can see, see if you can see what I did. She goes, okay, do I get a hint? I said, nope. If you can't tell, I'll just take it all back. Whoa. And then I said, I love you very much. And I sent a cactus emoji. Oh, okay. Smooth. Because a succulent's a cactus. Smooth. There's a type of, a cactus is okay. a succulent. Not all succulents are cactuses, but all cactuses are succulents. Okay. Like not all rectangles are squares, but all square, wait. Not all squares are rectangles, but all rectangles are squares. Yeah. Like that thing. Okay. Yeah. So. Nice. Yeah. I'm a sweetheart. Yeah, I went to Walmart last night uh, after the gym because yeah. Peyton said he's going to start eating healthy. Oh, I'm sure. So we went to Walmart, walk inside. I said, what you planning on getting? I said, well, I'm going to get some almonds. And I was like, okay, protein. We get over to the, the nut section. Your favorite? Uh, yeah, it's my favorite, yeah. He's looking for cashews. And I said, well, it's the wrong type of nut. If you're trying to be healthy, sir. He said, no, I'm going to get these. And I said, no, you said almonds. Get almonds. Get almonds. He goes, all right. And he picks up the bag, the salted ones. No, nope. you got to get the normal ones. He goes, there's no flavor. And I said, that's the point. And he goes, it's salt that bad for you? I said, yeah, it is. Dehydrated. Then he, yeah. Then he goes, I need to get uh, some some water. So we go to the drink aisle and gets a gallon of water. Um, Then he was like, oh, I need some tea. Better get unsweet. And he got unsweet. Ugh. He got unsweet tea, yeah. Then uh, I tried to bring him on the kombucha train. Oh, God, that's horrible. He I didn't want to do it. Yeah, I'd, I'd stop drinking those really? already. Why? They're gross. I can't do it. it. I, I can't down them. Really? They're so nasty. They're so vinegary, and and they scare me, all the, the whatever it's called at the bottom. It's the, gross. the probiotics? Yeah, it's gross. Yeah. It's 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 a weird feeling. Yeah, I like it. Um, I just I stopped doing then that. Then I forced him to get some yogurt. Greek. Yep. Get the Greek yogurt. Yeah, that's what Brittany gets. That's and good. that's all he wanted to do. He was like, "I'm going to start off with this." And then they tried McDonald's. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> that's really about it. I went to force Peyton to get some healthy foods. Almond milk is. I'll say this: in in the rest of my life, unless it's there and I don't have a choice, me buying groceries from now on, I'm getting almond milk. It's pretty good. It's healthier. It's freaking I like, delicious. I like coconut milk better. Well, I've never had coconut milk. I like coconut milk I better. love almond milk. I can drink almond milk straight from the jug. Almond milk's good. Almond I like milk coconut milk so, it's a little so slightly like, better. It's so silk and creamy. I also, but I hate soy milk. Soy milk's yeah, disgusting. Soy milk's pretty gross. But almond milk's good. Coconut milk's good. Uh, I hate whole milk. I love whole milk. Nope. It's too thick. I like on Napoleon Dynamite. He goes, I see you're drinking 2%. Is that because you think you're fat? Because you're not. You could be drinking a whole if you wanted to. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that. Yeah, I'm not a whole milk fan. I, I think it's too I love thick. love whole milk. 
So that's what I like about almond milk. It's like creamy and like, oh god, it's good. I know too much about milk. I spent four years of my life with it. With I used milk? to do terrible things. Terrible, terrible things. Like we'd go down the aisle and throw the milk jug no, in the air and fall. No, like at Starbucks when I worked there. Oh. Oh God! You'd have to go buy a bunch of milk. That sucks. <laughs> I had milk to go. Runs. I, I had sucked. It only happened either in the summer <laughs> when it's extremely hot and we had Frappuccino Happy Hour, where you could buy one and get one free, or in the like holiday season when yeah, everyone wants drinks. drinks. Yeah. Um. So we'd run out of milk. Like, Aaron, we go. Of course, I'd say yes because that's I don't you have to. Be, yeah. Go inside and I just take a basket. And I just clear out the milk section over there of 2%. And then there's always that asshole. It's like, man, you really like milk. They go, shut up, dude. <laughs> I'm wearing Starbucks stuff. Yeah. Shut up. Well, you really must like milk. Don't you eat a lot of cereal? No, I don't. This is for work. Oh, man, where you work at? Starbucks. Ah, uh, that makes sense. That's Obviously. Right. That's you say something terrifying. Like, yeah. Got to feed all the kids in my basement. All they eat, all they yeah. do is eat like all they eat. Uh, I went there one time and I bought fifty-seven gallons of two percent milk. <laughs> <laughs> and um, the what, lady, what that ring up at? Uh, I don't know. I used the store card, like two hundred something dollars. <laughs> um, but the lady, because uh, I didn't bag them because I don't need to. I'm just throwing them in the back of my car. Then I'm unloading them when I get there. And leaving, you know, they have the the people that check your receipts. Asset or the asset. She goes, associates. sir. Did you buy all this milk? No, I just walked into Walmart to steal 57 gallons of milk. She goes, I need to see your receipt. So she takes my receipt. Yeah, scans it. She counts them. She counts them? She counts the, just scan the, them. the milks on the receipt. And she goes, 57. Then she goes, how many gallons of milk did you say? I went, I got 57 gallons of 2% milk, ma'am. She goes, okay, I just got to check. Then she counted all 57 gallons of 2% milk, putting them on the floor and stuff and everything. It's like $200. I was highly upset because she thought I went in there and stole 57 gallons of milk. You know what happened, right? What? Some dude walked right behind her with a $600 yeah, TV. Probably, yeah. <laughs> probably. So I'm going to get over on this lady checking this dude's milk account. God. That made me upset. But when people would order drinks at Starbucks, so when, at especially at the Starbucks here in Sherman, it's like the only one, it's busy all the time. We have milk, you know, Starbucks, there's so much so many drinks we make we can it's okay whenever we make drinks to leave the two percent out on the counter because it's going to be gone in the next five drinks anyway yeah so people would say stupid stuff like um yeah i want a vanilla latte with one percent milk which would be half non-fat half two percent whatever milk i have out on the counter is what you're getting (laughs) (laughs) what if you oh whatever's on whatever's out on the counter is what you're getting. I don't care. I'm like, yeah, can I have a, a non-fat latte? I'll just scoop the foam off of it. <laughs> I'm going to give you 2%. I almost made a colossal mistake at work. I gave people their soy and stuff like that, though, because people can be allergic to yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. Well, that's what I was I about did. to get at. Yeah. I almost made a huge mistake at work. How? This actually ties into our last topic, but we'll talk okay. about that in a minute. We'll talk about that after this. Our last two topics, and then we'll wrap this up. Um, so... I get this guy, uh, this gentleman and his wife, very, very friendly. They were awesome. One of the best tables I've ever had. Okay. Guess what? He he told me their nationality, or their nationality, their religion, because it had to do with something I brought to the table. Muslim. Yes. Yeah. He was Muslim. Can't eat, can't eat pork. No, no, no. He was Muslim. Yeah. 
We've got his son, him, his wife. His wife speaks very little English. Okay. Has the, the head wrap uh, on. Yeah. Know? So I'm talking to him. He tells me what they get, what they normally get. I figure out the cheapest way to ring that up for them. I go and make their salads. He asked for blue cheese and Italian and mixes it together. He said, just toss that all on the salad together. I want both dressings. We don't have Italian. When people ask for Italian, yeah, we give them champagne vinaigrette. Okay. Because it's our balsamic, it's balsamic Italian dressing. It's the we don't have Italian, but it's the closest thing. When people say Italian, that's what they mean. Yeah. So I go and get it. Blue cheese, champagne vinaigrette, and then a, a ranch salad for his wife. Are you not getting this? Nope. What's going on here? Nope. Muslims can't have alcohol uh, at all. Okay. I set it down on the table, and I've I, I've done this because I've I've had problems with I give someone food and then it's wrong. Yeah. They eat it before they realize it's wrong. So now when I take food, I name off everything. Oh, here's the ultimate feast. Got your crab legs, everything. Your salad's got a ranch. And I said, I got a blue cheese and champagne vinaigrette. And he goes, whoa, whoa, what? And I said, yeah, blue cheese and the Italian dressing. And he goes, well, what's the Italian dressing? I said, champagne vinaigrette. And he goes, oh, he said, I can't eat that. I'm Muslim. And okay. immediately I was like, you're right. I looked at him. I said, you're right. So let me take that back. I'll get you one with, with just blue cheese. Okay. Ah, that would have been, that could have been really, like, you can sue restaurants for stuff like that. Yeah. That could have been bad. But I realized it, like, when he said, I'm Muslim, I was like, gotcha. Took it right back, because I'll be right back. Gotcha. That could have been bad. Yeah. <laughs> Just like a person with, like, a an allergy. Yeah. I've had that, too, where I get food cooked, and after I take it out, they're like, oh, I have a, sh- I'm, like, really allergic to shrimp. I'm like, you're at the wrong restaurant. Yeah. Go over to Golden Corral or something. There was this lady yeah. that used to come into Starbucks. That would she came in often too and did the same thing. She would go, she would go, hey, can I have the banana nut bread with no walnuts in it? Excuse me. And we're like, man, we don't. You have to pick them all out by hand. We're like, we don't, we don't bake them here. She goes, well, then what's the oven for? Um, to warm it up or to warm up a sandwich or something like that. If you want one, she goes, oh, well, can you not take the walnuts out of the banana bread? No, ma'am, it it comes packaged already. It just comes that way. She goes, oh, well, is there any way for for you to take them out like at once you open the package? I went, um, without putting my hands in it? No, there's not because they're all the way throughout it. She goes, oh, okay. Well, can I have the 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 almond croissant with no with no almonds on it? That's where you go, ma'am, I'm going to piece you in the side of the head if you don't get out of here. <laughs> no, ma'am, we have a butter croissant. Okay, that's fine. I hate people sometimes. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Who? I'm trying to think of other other dumb things. Oh, there was this one time. If you, well, real fast, if you've never worked in fast food, not just like, it's not even fast food. If you've never worked serving people, you don't understand. Some, most people, most people are great. Like, yeah. I like people. Most people... I have great conversation at work. Yeah. I like the people I work with. I like 99% of my tables that I have. But there is that 1% that are just awful. Awful. They're unbearable. Awful. And I guarantee you Starbucks has way more volume than Red Lobster ever has. And you probably run into more than 1%. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's probably more, Absolutely. Like, probably more like 60% I think there was assholes. A... <laughs> there are people that come into Starbucks and ask for their drinks steamed at 200 degrees. First of all, 
What the hell is wrong with your mouth? How can you handle that? You drink in the sun? What, what the hell is going on there? And uh, but sometimes you can't. Sometimes you can't steam milk if you don't steam it precisely. It'll overflow and it'll burn the milk. Um, burn. I mean, steaming it to two hundred degrees is going to burn it anyway. So the people that drink that is having terrible taste. But there will be some people that yeah. Can I? Can you have it steamed to one hundred and seventy degrees? Yeah, sure. Give them the drink. They take a drink of it. Um, I don't think you steamed it to 170. Uh, ma'am, I, it's manual. Like whenever you have it that high, it, it, we have to do it our, by hand. Oh, it just takes. It tastes a little. It tastes a little hot. It was steamed at 170 degrees. It's gonna be hot. What is wrong with you? Those people, um, like, sir. It's not a steak. You can't get your drink medium rare or well done. You yeah. get it how you get it. <laughs> yeah. Relax. Uh. People, uh, I don't think you added any caramel to this. There's caramel drizzle all over it. Yeah, yeah caramel like, drizzle all on. over it. Uh, would you like me to add some more? No, can you just remake it? Sure. I get what you're saying about my hands. Yeah. I use my hands yeah. a lot more than I'm not holding them up. What else did I, would I, oh, when people would ask for whipped cream or no whipped cream on their frappuccinos. And some, because it's very repetitive, so most of the time people want whipped cream on it. Yeah, I do. I would sometimes forget that they ordered it that, ordered it that way. So I would, like, catch myself after I put whipped cream on and be like, oh, shit, they didn't want whipped cream. Just swap it off. Swipe it off, and then I'd cover the top with caramel and then do one of these. I'd stir it up to make the, the whipped cream go in, into the drink so they couldn't see it. Um, I think. <laughs> you know what we do at work? It's hilarious. What? People get, like, the they get the salmon New Orleans, but it comes with pico on top. Yeah. Or they get the maple glazed chicken when it comes with the glaze on top. The back. I don't want that. I don't want that on top at all. I don't want it at all. Yeah. I, everybody up there does it. I'll be like, okay, I'll take it back to the kitchen. They'll get you a fresh one. Yeah. Walk back there. Hey, <laughs> can you <laughs> can you run water on this and reseason it? <laughs> and they'll just swap it off. Like get get like a brush that's got water on it. Brush it all off. Toss it back on the grill for a minute, maybe just to make it hot, and then reseason it and throw it back out there. And then you let it sit in the window for two minutes, three minutes. Get your piece of bread, eat a piece of bread, then take it back so everybody thinks it's been cooked. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it's like five minutes at that point. You're like, here you go. That was fast. Yeah, our cooks are really good. <laughs> I've done that a lot. Uh, do you have I'm, difficult I'm, people that come in there? What? Do you have difficult people yeah, that come in there yeah. that like cause scenes? Uh, I had a lady, was it yesterday, that got mad during lunch at the table behind them because they were talking on the phone. And she's like, seriously? Take a class in etiquette. I was like, okay. Y'all have a, I did. I said, just like I was like, all right. They already paid. I said, y'all have a good day. Y'all come back and see me. I turned yeah. and walked away. I was like, I'm not getting Starbucks involved Starbucks has, is, I think Starbucks is like the most famous for having people cause a scene in there. It's unreal. There was one time where Bree, my manager, she, I forgot what, oh, it was, we are doing some promotion where there was like tons of drinks being made. We had like eight, you've been in that Starbucks. Mm-hmm. It's the behind the bar is not that it's big. It's not big. We had like eight people back there. Yeah, it's not enough room. There's not enough room for eight people. And this lady ordered a drink, and she ended up waiting a while for it because you were literally out the door five minutes ago waiting to order. It's going to be a minute because not only are we making drinks for everyone inside, we're drive making drinks through. for people the that drive through. that's backed up on the access yeah. road. Yeah. yeah. So she loses her shit, goes off. She's yelling and stuff like that. And I'm the only one there with a black apron on. So she thinks you're a manager. No, so she goes to another person that was working. She goes, "Can I speak to your manager or whatever?" Oh, you told me this. So Bree <laughs> comes around the corner. She's talking to her, and she's you go. She's going off on on Bree. She's like yelling at her. And I love Bree. 
I'll do anything for Brie because she could have fired me at least a hundred times. But she did. But she did not. So after she does this, she sees the lady sees me in the black apron. I calm the situation down because I'm a smooth talker. You diffused it. Yeah, it, yeah. Bree's crying at this point, so I'm like, oh, well, that's not cool. So the lady, she throws a piece of lemon loaf at me that she ordered. <laughs> she threw bread at you. She threw bread at me. It's in the bag still. Oh, it gets it gets better. She's almost out the door. This is before she throws throws the bread. Man, you forgot your bread and throw it back no, in the back. No. Of head. So she she's almost out the door. This is before she throws the bread. She turns around and she goes, "And one more thing." And she starts yelling at me and I'm like, "Okay. Okay." She goes, "You need to be taking notes or something. You're a manager." And I was like, "I'm not." And she goes, "Then what do you have that apron on for?" And I said, "I worked for it. Studied for it." And she goes, "Oh, well, you're better at this than she is." And I was like, "She's a store manager. I think she does a fantastic job." And she goes, what's your name? And I went, Aaron. And she goes, your last name? I went, I don't know if I can do that. She goes, why not? I went, uh, I don't know what you're going to do. I don't know you. <laughs> <laughs> so she takes like two steps back. Everyone in the store. Is watching. Every, it's packed again. Eyes on you. <laughs> Everyone in the store is, pa- is, is looking and just like. Actually, eyes on her. It's her move. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. They keep, it's like back and forth. It's like they're watching a tennis match. Like. Just, <laughs> And they, she yelling at me, and I'm just like, cool, all right. She takes like two steps away, turns around, throws this loaf of bread at me. I move my head to the left, and I just grab it. <laughs> I just catch it, and I set it down. I said, that was rude. She walks out the door. She storms out. Everyone in there just looking at me, and it's like, you all right? And I went, everybody, I'm good. Everybody <laughs> in the store just. I was like, yeah, I'm good. I'm good. And there was uh, some old lady. She walked by and she goes, <laughs> it gets, and now it's about to get racist. It's a really okay. old lady. She goes, I'm sorry that are people like that that treat your kind like that out there. <laughs> I was like, no, it's all good, man. <laughs> it's all good, man. She walks out and multiple people are like, you, you handled that really well. I'm going to let your general manager know about it. And I was like, thanks. Thanks. I went to Starbucks before I came here and talked to Bree. You know what? This is really random. You always know blows my mind. What? It's like, People being allowed in a movie theater, and the employee or a manager comes and makes them leave, and everybody claps in the middle of the movie. <laughs> You're being louder yeah, than they yeah. were. You're all clapping. I think, I think me, Anthony, Peyton, and Eli went and saw Lion King when it came out. Yeah, it was very good. Some dude fell asleep in the theater. <laughs> Some dude fell asleep in the theater, and he was snoring really <laughs> loud. And like maybe six seats down from the end of where Eli was sitting, some Mexican kid stood up and goes, Hey, wait the fuck up. <laughs> he turns around and he goes, I'm sorry. <laughs> 20 minutes goes by. He goes back to sleep. He's snoring. The same kid, he's looking around because, I mean, he got all of us to laugh because it's funny. Yeah. He goes, Hey, any of y'all got any candy? <laughs> And someone goes, yeah, I got some Twizzlers. I ain't going to eat them. He goes, hey, let me see them bitches. <laughs> he starts taking them out and tearing them in half. And he's not tossing them. He is bullet Pelting throwing them. them. <laughs> they sound like, you know when you swing a stick through the air really yeah. quick? It makes that sound. <laughs> he did with Twizzlers. He's with half Twizzlers. With half Twizzlers. One of them, they're hitting this guy in the back of the head. <laughs> and, and five, He's snoring. He gets hit and he goes, <laughs> 
who hit me? He goes, hey, don't go to sleep again. He goes, don't go to sleep again. I will come down there and piece your old ass up. The guy gets up and goes, I'm out of here. And his wife is sitting there with him. They're older, older couple. Um, his wife is sitting there. He gets up and goes, I'm out, I'm out of here. He gets up and you start to walk off. And he goes, honey, you coming? She goes, you brought this on yourself. Oh, are they black? No. She sounded black? Yeah, she sounded very black. You brought this on yourself. Yeah, but it was fantastic. Like Queen Latifah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's get serious. Let's get these two topics out of the way, and then let's wrap this up. We're already past an hour, aren't we? Oh, it's absolutely. It's like an hour 15. Yeah, hour 12. Oh, Jesus. All right. We talked about it in the living room with my dad, and I'm not going to get too much into this because it's like a little borderline like racism. Uh-huh. And I have my opinion, which is not. Yeah. Yeah. We need to get like mics with sub, like sub the what's it called? Not subwoofers. What's it called? The little little circular thing with like the mesh. A pop filter. Yeah, pop filter. That way, when I say peas, and I go pizza and say stuff like that. The pea doesn't pop so much. Um, hold on. Excuse me. Yeah. Anyway, so wow, that was loud. Oh, man. So the NFL has Jared Bowman. What's he want? The NFL has a rule called the Rooney Rule. And if you don't know what that is, this I'm not going to talk about football. This is just where it's most commonly known. So the Rooney Rule is a National Football League policy that requires league teams to interview ethnic minority candidates for head coaching and senior football operation jobs. It is sometimes cited as an example of affirmative action as there is no quota or preference given to minorities in the hiring of candidates or of candidates. So basically, the, what that is, is that when you interview, when you have an opening, when you have a vacancy for a job and you're interviewing, whether it be a head coach, whether it be a office person, you know, like a, like a senior office person, yeah. you're required by the league to interview at least one minority, which in theory sounds great. Yeah. But I'm, I'm trying not to sound racist because I'm not. I think the best coach of all time, well, not the best coach of all time, I think one of the best coaches of all time is Tony Dungy, who was the Colts coach in 2006 when the Super Bowl, African-American, um, the first one in the Super Bowl, as well as Herm Edwards, African-American coach that coached the Cleveland Browns and he coached Kansas City Chiefs and Tampa Bay as well, I think. Great coach. Now he coaches Arizona State, which my dad was telling us earlier. They're awesome. Yeah, very good. He's a great coach. Nothing to do with color, ethnicity, nothing like that. But the NFL thinks that, or the NFL, um, people outside the NFL think that there is racism from owners, which there probably is, rich white dudes that don't want black people being their coaches. But people are getting mad now because an example was the Dallas Cowboy job. Marvin Lewis was the Bengals coach, African-American Bengals coach for like nine years. And they were either really bad or they were – that's really loud. <laughs> they were either really, really bad or they make the playoffs and get beat in the first round yeah. every single year. And eventually you're going to get fired for that. Well, when he's done that, both jobs that he's had, people have to interview him because he's a minority. And there's not Hispanic coaches. There's not Brazilian coaches or Portuguese or, you know what I'm saying, like Canadian yeah. coaches in the NFL. They're all either white or black. Yeah. So you have to interview at least one African-American coach 
or you know for the position. But when you don't want Marvin Will- or yeah M- Marvin Lewis to be your coach or Jim Caldwell who didn't do a good job at his two jobs that he's had either. Yeah. When you don't want those guys to be your coach, well, now you're wasting time because the, the league makes you interview them. Yeah. And then when no one hires them and you hire the white guy who is more um, – has a better resume for the job, you hire the better candidate. Well, now you're racist. Yeah. And my – so – Racist. I mean, do you see what I'm saying? I'm not yeah. – like how that's kind of wrong. Yeah, like, I get it. If it's flip-flopped around and it's like, hey, you have to interview a white guy for this job. In Living Color. In Living Color. I love that show. The only, well, not anymore, but at the time, the only white guy that was ever on that show was Jim Carrey. Yeah. Because Jim Carrey was the best candidate for that position that they were looking for. He's a great comedian at the time. Yeah. And they gave him his start because they loved him. But if Jim Carrey wasn't the best for that position... Don't don't interview him. Don't hire him because he's white. Because you have to. Yeah. Which what I'm getting at here is I don't like that rule. Hire the best candidate. Yeah. I don't care if you're white. Oh, this might sound bad coming out of my mouth because I'm white. I don't care if you're white, black, Hispanic, Brazilian, Spanish. I don't care if you have stripes like a zebra. I don't care. Yeah. If you're the best candidate, I'm hiring you. My dad has experienced this. Okay. I'm not going to say the name. I don't get his plant in trouble. My father has worked at the same place for 26 years. And the job that he currently has is an office job, but he worked on the floor for like 15 years, okay? Yeah. He should have had the job that he had. He's had that job, this job now for like 10 years. Yeah. He should have had the job about 15 years ago. Okay. Because they had, you had to do a test, like an actual knowledge test for the position. Then you had to do a hands-on test to show them you knew how to use all the software then you had to do an identification test where you go out on the line and identify all these things and identify problems that you would have to fix and how you'd fix them. Yeah. They did a test just like the normal score, zero to 100. Yeah. My dad made a 100. No one else made above an 85. My dad had been there the longest of the people that had, uh, had applied for that position. The plant manager at the time gave my dad a very good review. Who should get the job? Uh, I want to say uh, Crandall. He has it now. No, well, he has it now, yeah. An older black guy got the job. Hmm. You know why? My dad my dad saw this. You know why? The company, the, the, the manager, the plant manager on his last day before he retired yeah. told my dad that he was the person that was supposed to get that job. But Upper, the, they just, the company just got bought. Yeah. They wanted diversity. Okay. They told the plant manager, you have to put a minority in that position. So the best candidate for the job was not hired. And I'm not just saying that because it's my dad. Yeah. If it was the best candidate for the job, you hire the best candidate for the job. Yeah, I agree. Whether, and if the best candidate for the job was the Hispanic dude, was the color has nothing to do with it. Well, I was, I had some other candidates. I had some other candidates in mind for this podcast, but I didn't want you to cry and feel bad. So. You weren't the best version, so. <laughs> I was the best version? You weren't. Oh, you picked me because I'm white? Yeah. yeah. No, but like, you get what I'm saying, though? I needed some diversity. I some diversity. <laughs> you can't darken up this room too much. No, I cannot. But no, like. I'd rather have this room be one and a half white people than one and a half black people. <laughs> you know what I'm saying, though? Like yeah, how no, that's, absolutely. It, it, it seems wrong to me that you have to do 
your due diligence and interview a person because of their race or yeah. because their religion. Just or interview the best, pe- the best people, people you're interested in. Does that stuff go on? Is there racism that yeah. goes, I'm not hiring this person because they're skin color? Oh, yeah. In Living Color did it. We don't want white people on our show. No one ever said a word about it. Yeah. No one. Then Jim Carrey got on because he was the best candidate for that position. They loved him. But no one said a word about it. But the NFL does it with the head coaching, which, yes, I do think that goes on. Yeah. Oh, where, absolutely. Where we're not hiring a, a, a black guy. We're not hiring a Hispanic guy. We're not hiring a Jewish guy. We're hiring the white American guys who we're hiring. That's wrong. Yeah. But make, but forcing everyone to waste their time and interview someone that – what if what if all of their candidates – that they were they were honestly interested in has nothing to do with race. We're all white. Yeah. Now you're wasting people's time, your time, your coaching staff's time, your general manager's time, and that coach's job. That coach's time. They could be interviewing for other jobs that teams that are actually interested in them. Yeah. You have to because the NFL makes you. That's dumb. I mean, okay. If we had, if this gets big enough, and we have offices, and we have to start applying for people. I would not have I, – I don't care. Like I said, I do not care what color you are. If our whole staff was black, I'm cool with that. If they're the best at what we do, if they're the yeah. best at it, that's fine. If they're all white, I don't care. Yeah. If diversity, that's great. I would rather yeah. – <laughs> me personally, I would rather have a diverse, a diverse group of people from different – this is – I'm being honest – different races and religions because you get different ideas. Yeah, absolutely. You get different pools from ideas when everybody's the same – race, the same color, the same religion, the same So whatever. basically what you Kyler's saying is at, uh, by the time this podcast is giant and huge and we have an office for iFilm Cinema Studios uh, and Productions, um, we need one black guy that's Jewish. Shout out Drake. Uh, <laughs> we, need one, uh, we need one brown guy. We need a white guy. And maybe one of those Chinese guys too. <laughs> yeah, that's what we need. Oh, and we also need a redhead and maybe maybe a girl. Jeez. <laughs> Hard Brittany. Okay. But, I mean. And an albino guy. And what I. Is, 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 is what I'm saying, like, wrong? No. Am not I at being all. insensitive? Is anybody going to get mad about me saying that? Oh, I, I mean, think the Probably rules, someone will be like, rules, oh, that's. You got to hire the minority. No, Someone's, you don't. Someone that listens to this is probably going to be like that. But if you feel that way, go to go to Instagram. Go to Not Your Normal Podcast. You know that blue button that says follow? I want you to unfollow. <laughs> well, it's just, it's a very, we want to act like we're open-minded. Yeah. Let's give everybody a chance. No. You're being, you're being closed-minded by doing that. No. You're here, you're there to win football games. You're there to, to win, work. You're there to win games as the coach. If you're a black coach that played football growing up, and you have... The best resume? You have the best resume. You're who I'm hiring. You're who I'm hiring. If you're a black guy who played football his whole life or basketball his whole life or any any sport your whole life and weren't very good at it and your, your resume is terrible, I'm sorry. You're going home. You don't have a job here. Like, in, in, in my opinion, one of the best coaches in the NFL right now, he gets a lot of crap, Mike Tomlin. Yeah? I like Mike Tomlin. He does a lot with not very much. Yeah. I don't ever, I don't ever go. Hey, that's a good black coach. I go. Hey, no, I don't. I go. Hey, that's a good. That's a good coach. Yeah. That's an intense coach. The best. Here you go. The best coach I've ever had. My entire life. My two best coaches. People from Bells will disagree with me, and that's fine. You're entitled to your opinion. 
I loved Coach Poe. Mm-hmm. Sean Poe lived in Texas his whole life. Yeah. My second favorite coach of all time, which people will definitely disagree with, with me on this one, Racy Guess. I loved Coach Guess. Loved him. One of the best coaches I've ever had. People had their opinions that they didn't like him. Well, that's your opinion. I think he's fantastic. Best football coach I've ever been around. Knows, huh. knows the game, understands the game, played the game at a collegiate level, and was a monster. And Well, there you go. That's just all you can ask for. Just so happens to be he's a black guy. Fantastic. In Bell's, in Bell's America. Imagine that. In That's Bell's America. Wild. Yeah, he's great. Was the best candidate for the job. They didn't do yeah. that. They didn't interview Racy because, oh, well, we got to interview a black guy. Or we got to interview. They interviewed him because he was the best. We have to interview an alum. Being an alum helped of oh, Bell's. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But they interviewed him because he was had success. Other He had success at Denison. He had success at other places. He was a good football player at North Texas. That's why they, they hired him, and that's why he still coaches today. Yeah. And still involved in the community of Denison. He actually ran for ran for a position on the board, and I voted for him. Love him. I just hate that you have to. And honestly, I'd like to hear his opinion because his opinion would probably be, well, yeah, you have to. You have to interview all races, and that's fine if that's your opinion. I think that's wrong. Yeah. Because yeah. you're wasting people's time. Do you want to hit the last topic, or are you want to wrap what this is up? Um, I ran just real fast. We can hit it fast. I mean, it's kind of world news. We hit it in like five minutes. Maybe. World War Three. <laughs> All right, see it. No. Um, apparently, well, not apparently. So Trump sends uh, airstrike, an airstrike to Iranian territory. Yeah. And the Iranians bombed two American bases, two like an American embassy and another American base yep. in Iran. And um, apparently now Iran's like wanting to back off. Is that right? Yep. Like they're 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 saying like kind of like we'll we'll come to peaceful terms now. Yeah. That's all. That's all great. That's all sugar plums and whatever. Snozberries. Yeah, and snozberries. <laughs> that's all sugar plums and snozberries. But we attacked you because you have a. A general or whatever he was, political leader or whatever, that was causing terroristic actions and terroristic plans. Yeah. And we stopped that because we're the world police and we shouldn't be, but we're the world police. And you rebuttal by attacking us back. Two wrongs don't make a right. Uh, yeah. So I don't think this is going to end peacefully. I think we're going to a minor, minor war, not a big war, but I think we're going to start dropping in more troops in Iran as well as airstrikes, as well as drone attacks, stuff like that. I agree. I mean, do you think that it was, like, I mean, do you hate that it happened? No. I honestly don't have an opinion on it, to be honest. Really? <laughs> Say what Donald said real quick, because it was funny. <laughs> so apparently I was... <laughs> after so they apparently, attacked the U.S. Embassy. Yeah, after they attacked... <laughs> Apparently, the Donald said... Not the U.S. Embassy, two bases, yeah, I'm sorry. After, the, after that happened, the Donald said that they were going to attack their their cultural <laughs> their cultural places, like their temples and museums and mosques. Then someone had to inform him <laughs> that that's against world law. And he said, oh, never mind. <laughs> uh, I like to obey the law. So I just thought it was funny that he was all on board with... Destroying mosques and museums. What did you temples. say about Chipotle though? Before you're like, oh, he said he liked to obey the law. You don't get to like to obey the law. You have to obey the law. 
You know what you can like? Chipotle Ranch on your salad from Chipotle. It's not an option. Uh, that's an option. Following the law is not. Like you have to. Yeah, you have to. <laughs> <laughs> I like to follow the law. Like, yeah. Donald. Yeah, I think that's... Why can't we all just get along? Yeah. I'd be a great world leader. Hey, guys, we're all with you. And I'm like, let's just get along. No, not do. Come I'd be on. like, guys, I know we're going through a tough time right now. But I got some music to cheer y'all up. Jesus Kanye walks. West comes out. <laughs> then, then he d- does his political campaign for 2024. and then Everybody's voting for him. Yep, there he's you go. Now, he's now the world president. There you go. I mean, that'd be awesome. Yeah. But no, I'd be a great world leader. I'd be like, all right, guys, you stay in your territory. We'll stay in ours. If you invade anybody else's territory, we all attack you. We all destroy your country. Tourists can come and go. We can all hang out and visit and do whatever. Let's have that. That comes back to the one, the one world order. Yeah. Like the the beginning of the end. So maybe not. (laughs) Yeah. But hey, why can't we be friends? You know? Yeah. Aaron, where can they find you? Where can they find all the podcasts on social media? Well, you can find me personally on Snapchat at Aaron Cross 15. You can find me on Instagram at iFilmAaron. You can find me on Twitter at iFilmAaron15. You can follow this podcast, the Not Your Normal Podcast, on Instagram at, you guessed it, Not Your Normal Podcast. You can follow it on Twitter at Not Your Normal P2. It's a capital P and the number two. You can also follow our Academy of Conspiracy Podcast on Instagram and Twitter at Academy of Conspiracy Podcast. And be sure to listen tomorrow for the season finale of Academy of Conspiracy about Paul McCartney's death conspiracy. And also, also, also follow iPhone Cinemas Productions on Instagram and Twitter at iPhone Cinemas. Kyler, where can they find you at? You can find me on Snapchat at KylerGram21. I post the Spotify links for um, the Tuesday and Friday episodes of the Normal Podcast, as well as the Spotify link for the uh, Conspiracy every Wednesday, but those will, uh, the last episode will be this, this well, tomorrow, the, uh, what was be the 13th? Uh, yeah. No. Probably. Uh, yeah, the 15th. 15th. The 15th. Of the series, we'll start back again on February 13th, when you catch your conspiracy. We'll start coming out with more bangers, it'll be amazing. Um, like I said in the beginning of this episode, go check out our Patreon, patreon.com slash Podcast. We got three tiers: the average tier, which is five dollars; the spooky tier, the spooky tier, which is uh, which is six dollars in honor of the Academy of Conspiracy; the normal tier, which is seven dollars. Don't be an average spooky person; be normal. Also, go check us out on Anchor.fx. Check us out on Anchor.fm. Not not an old podcast is on there. Yep, and. uh it up um, if we're looking to hire and you're the best candidate for the job we'll take you thanks for listening